they're using diet instead of using the correct word, which is fad. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Fitness Friday with Coach Adris and me. And I'm excited to just get started. If you guys had interacted with my post yesterday, I was trying to get an idea of what kind of body type or what kind of body that you want on your vision board for what you want to be able to accomplish with any fitness goal that you have. So I'm going to bring Coach Adris on and let's have a chat about mine. If you guys had seen mine, then you'll know what my vision board looks like. But hi, Coach Adris. How are you? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad you're uh, doing this. This is very important to, to kind of see where you want to go and, and plan it out. Yeah. I mean, I love, I actually had the person that connected us actually gave me the idea of having that as my, having a vision board for my fitness. I never really thought about having a vision board to kind of go off of for my fitness. I've always used it for other aspects in my life, but that was kind of a new thing for me. So I actually really like the idea of it because I do have a certain body type that I'd like to have or not body type, but that I'd like a look, to have. A, look that, a look that you'd like to achieve. Yeah. So um, for I was trying to share it with everybody, so I apologize to everyone who's watching, but um, I'll also post it in the comments of what my pictures are. And yeah, so why don't we go ahead? You have kind of seen what I did that I had for my vision, and what are your thoughts on it? You're out of your mind. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Great. No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Back away from the roof. Don't jump. Don't jump. <laughs> you won't die. You'll just break something. Right? <laughs> Most suicides don't work, so don't do that. Great. Well, now what are my options? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, when I was going through you know, deep depression from my situation I told you about, mm -hmm. the doctor was like, so you have thoughts of suicide? I'm like... Yeah, but I was a medic and most suicides don't work. You just end up screwing yourself even worse. <laughs> and now yeah, you're like this. where you're at right then, right? And now you're like this. I thought I was a failure before. Now I'm really, I can't even kill myself. <laughs> Hard to be successful at everything, right? <laughs> yeah, God. I can't even be successful at killing myself. What the heck? Yeah, I said, I may not want to live anymore, but I'm not going to try to kill myself. I don't think I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so Coach Idris is actually in a car accident that caused a lot of issues for him. So that's what he's talking about. We, him and I were just talking about it earlier <laughs> yeah. today again. <laughs> a drunk driver hit me in a rear at a stoplight. I'm glad I wasn't on my motorcycle. I wouldn't even be here right now. Yeah. Oh, you drive a motorcycle? Or you ride I a motorcycle? To. I yeah. used to. And then after that, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm sitting in a car and he messed me up. I sure ain't gonna. If I was on a motorcycle, I he would have went right over because he never stopped. He just I was at a red light and just bang it hit me out into the intersection. Wow. If I was on a motorcycle, he would just went boop boop. He just kept on going. <laughs> you can't give up that cool though. Come on, Andres. <laughs> I I love motorcycles. My my man has a motorcycle. I have a motorcycle. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Too many, too many bad drivers out there. Too many people. And now they're on cell phones. Even worse. 
Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I like riding on the country roads more than I like. Yeah, if I, you give me a you give me a road where if I fall, I, I you know it's just me out there falling. Great, <laughs> but uh, no. And I was in San Antonio when I fell, and uh, nobody was behind me. But about I, I, matter of fact, when I was driving up the 101 in LA, anybody knows about the 101 and 405, and if, it ain't no joke up the 101 in the valley and it was starting to rain and a motorcycle was going through the middle and right when he got in front of me he went to to turn in front of me and his back wheel went out and he hit the foot right in front of me but anytime i see motorcycles i slow up and give him room ever yeah. since i used to ride mm -hmm. so i had already slowed up when i saw him and then we hit the ground i just slowed up and let the truck stop the and it was full-blown five o'clock traffic Wow. And I stopped and he I'm, he was so he's so lucky he fell in front of me because I yeah. planned. I just said, let me give him some room just in case. Yeah, he went I think you kind of up. understand that when you are a writer and you realize that it's a lot more respect for each other to be able to do that, especially because you know that they're going to be the one hurt in the accident. So, yeah, if he falls, I'm not going to get hurt. It's going to be him. So I slowed up. Mm -hmm. He fell in front of me. I stopped. I waited till he picked his bike up and got off to the road, got off the side. I said, you know, you can you need help? He's like, no, nah, I got it. And then I kept going. Wow. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's lucky. I, I'm like, he's, you're lucky I'm behind you. <laughs> 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 or you're lucky you got in front of me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the goal thing. Um, the reason that I, I when I work with clients, I, I ask them to, to create a vision. And it, it, it's everything is psychological when it comes to fitness. Because most people, once their mind is right, they can pretty much do do anything. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm going to ask a lot of you. Like, I, I know what I'm asking is not easy. I'm asking you to change your habits, which is very, very, very hard to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the hardest things to do is change your habits. Because you got to think about it. Every step. You know, we all develop habits that we don't have to get up in the morning. Blindfolded, we can go through our morning routine to get out the house. Mm -hmm. When you go to change your, your your habits, you can't go blindfold them. Or you have to actually, oh wait a minute, I can't do that. I gotta do that. Oh, I gotta, I gotta make my protein shit. I gotta make my breakfast. I gotta eat my oatmeal. I got, you know. <laughs> and people, most people don't want to. They don't want to do the process. Mm -hmm. And that's why most people, eighty percent of people that go to the gym don't change. Eighty percent do wow. not change. And a lot of it has to do with lack of knowledge, mm -hmm. and a lot of, and but more so lack of effort. Their effort just isn't conducive to the change that they want to make. So I asked for a vision board, a vision physique to see what they think they can achieve. And then I'm like, okay, well, can I achieve that? You can achieve that. <laughs> Whether you will achieve that's another story. But yes, yes, you can, you can achieve that. So yeah. when I saw your, your vision physique, uh -huh. first I had to make sure that it was realistic. That's number one. Was she the same body type as you, which is, means ectomorph, endomorph? That's, that's why when you said change my body type, I'm like, yourself. You just can't change your body type. Body right? off and reattach another one, right? Did they do that yet? <laughs> I'm just going to get rid of this body type and bring this one in. So, my daughter, she had these little uh, these little dolls that you could take the head off of and just instead of changing the outfit and the clothes, they were all part of the body. So you just remove the head and put the body on different bodies. And I actually heard they're looking into doing stuff like that in other countries. So it is very interesting. I don't think I would trust that. You ever heard that song? You're so vain. <laughs> yeah. Probably thought this song was about with the most 
people are the most vain, ridiculously vain, and most and, and most people won't admit it. You gotta first admit how vain we are. It's a, it's okay to have some vein, but you know some yeah. vanity, but you know there's a, there's a limit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's unhealthy. So, yeah. but I look for okay, is this vision physique an ectomorph like this person is, or an endomorph or mesomorph? And also, it's not just those three. It's endo ecto. There's meso endo. There's it's in between too. It's not. It's like a spectrum. It's not just ecto meso endo. It's not that cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as you as you change your your muscularity, your musculature, your metabolism can go up to the point like with Bailey, this one young I'm working, young lady I'm working with, couldn't lose weight for two years. Now twenty pounds are off, and now she can't keep it on. <laughs> so, you know, we got I a metabolism. That. Give me that. I want that problem. <laughs> she can't keep it on now. You know, so I'm like trying to get her to die because I'm like, okay, don't lose any more weight. And now we're gonna go ahead and do do a drop, and um, for the summer. Cause she's getting married next year. So I said, let's do this. Let's do a drop for the summer, get you down to where you won't look like this for your wedding. You'll actually look better, but let's get this. Let's get you to where you're at your leanest to see what that looks like. So I know how much where I need to build muscle mm-hmm. because in order to create a shape, you have to get the fat off to see the shape that you actually have. That's been my problem. I already know that. I, I've been really good at eating healthy. And you and I have talked about this. I think we slightly mentioned it last week. But there is a difference between eating healthy and eating clean. And I just never really, I didn't have the mindset to be able to eat clean. I wasn't determined enough. I didn't have the desire enough. So I love learning the difference between those two things. Well, having a vision board you, you'll never achieve that vision if, if you don't do it, that's plain and simple. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I, that matter to me with working with somebody is who they are as a person. Some people quit as soon as the going gets tough. I, I can't do nothing with you because it's going to get tough. <laughs> Guaranteed, it's going to get tough. Your body's going to fight. Even though I can, I'm, I'm going to make alterations and make changes to make sure make sure it happens. They're going to be, sometimes they're frequent, sometimes they're infrequent. Sometimes I'm like, like right now, one of my male clients, Mark, he wants to, he's getting ready to go on a trip next week and he wants to lean out by then. So I was like, okay, this is what we got. To, now I've been working with him for over a year. I've been, actually, I've been training Mark off and on for years, uh-huh. but I just started doing online with him a year ago because he wanted to have, he wanted to be like you. He wanted to take it to a place he's never taken it before. Yeah. So I said, well, I said, I haven't taught you that brother. I taught you how to look good. <laughs> I told you how to look good. I ain't teach you how to look great. Yeah. <laughs> you never wanted great. Now you want great. That's a whole other ballgame. But he was, in, you know, he was like, let's do it. You know, and our journey has been him. Like at first he wouldn't increase his calories. He wouldn't increase his intake like I wanted him to. And he kept fighting it. And then one day I jumped on his butt about it. And then he did it and he saw the results. And he was like, wow. He goes, you know, I never, I couldn't wrap my mind around eating more makes me leaner. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. He goes, Adrius, I just couldn't do it. And I was like, no, I get it. I went through the same thing you guys are going through. I went through all of this. I just happen to know it's true and how to do it. But yeah. when I first was doing it, I was like, wow, I'm eating like all the time and getting leaner and leaner and leaner. So I said, but it's not that you're eating all the time. It's what I'm feeding you. It's what I'm feeding you, not the fact that you're eating. It's what you're eating. And that was really hard for me, actually. I had to, I would go throughout my day and I'd keep eating because I knew I needed certain nutrients. And 
that was really hard for me to switch my thinking. And I really had to trust the process. And that was really hard for me. It's, it's, it's hard to change something that you've never heard before. Like most people have heard the wrong stuff and they, they don't realize it's wrong. You know, like, you know, calories, like people count calories is, is the worst thing to do. You can't diet off of calories. First of all, unless you take a test, I took a test years ago in 2013. I I was working as a trainer at a pretty high end country club called Toscana country mm -hmm. club in Indian Wells. And a girl, a woman came in with a machine that tested our metabolic rate and how many calories we burn a day. Okay. Not, have you ever even heard of that machine? Yeah. Like, yeah. You have, mm -hmm. it's not something that everybody has access to. And back then I had never heard of it. And she did the test on us and I found, you know, I found out I burned 2000 calories at rest, at rest, 2000 calories. Wow. So I could eat 2000 calories and never gain a pound, hmm. but it's what I'm eating at. It's what I'm eating, those 2,000 calories, not just the 2,000 calories. If I eat 2,000 calories of donuts, I'm putting some weight on. Why, why is that the difference? What because that? insulin is why we... Water retention is how all weight gain... All weight gain is from water retention. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand what fat is. They think, oh, I need to lose fat. I need to lose body fat. Your body fat percentage goes down, not your body fat. Like if you, if you, you're born with a certain amount of fat cells, right? The only way you lose those is liposuction to go in and actually remove your, your natural fat cells, which mm -hmm. is what, which most people do. They go in and remove. So if you have a thousand and you remove 800, now you only have 800, but people think, well, I'm going to lose weight if I get rid of 200. No, you're not. You're going to lose fat cells, which make you gain weight. But you can take the fat cells you already have and make those bigger with water retention. And once you become obese and you continue to eat this way, your body starts to produce more fat cells. But when you have lipo, it, do, it usually doesn't go back to where they sucked it from. It just becomes bigger in the other areas. And that's why you mm -hmm. see people who have lipo, if they gain weight, they get really clumpy. They have a lot of lumps and clumps all over their body. And it's yeah. because... Fat cells are still coming on. They're just coming on in the same areas. They can't disperse evenly like they used to disperse. Okay. That's why once you have lipo, you need to watch what you're doing. You need to keep your body fat down, your percentage down, so that you don't develop these lumps and clumps all over your body. And you can just see it. It's wow. not even like you got to be a scientific whiz. You can just see. I've seen people, I'm like, you had lipo? And I'm looking at them and I'm like, why? And then I had to just, and then I had mine for my fat. I lost muscle here from my neck, my neck injury. So they did lipo to pick fat and put it here. They go, well, let's, let's just take some fat from other areas and put it here. But I don't have a lot of body fat. <laughs> so <laughs> the doctor's like, well, you don't really have much fat to take. I said, well, I'll try to put some weight on and take what, you know, so he took what he could, he put it there and it still wasn't, you know, still wasn't nearly enough. But now I have, I have the same, I, I can't, I won't put on body fat over here. So I watch, I make sure, I mean, but I always control my weight anyway. It's not like I'm going to have an issue with that. Yeah. But I do kind of like it. I'm like, that was, that was always my trouble area. Now it's not going to be my trouble area. <laughs> I actually have a family member who did that. And <laughs> I did notice like the lumpiness and I didn't really realize what that was from, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, 
And that's why being physical and losing your body weight and everything this way is much better because not only do you lose the weight, but you learn it from it. You learn Mm -hmm. about your body. I don't know how many people I've met that go, you know, I just listen to my body and I know they have no idea. Their body's speaking Russian and they speak in French. They have no idea what their body's telling. I eat this because my body tells me I need to. You have no idea what your body's talking about. <laughs> your body tells you to do what it what it likes to do. Like if you eat sugars all the time, stop eating sugars and watch how you feel. You feel like crap. But it ain't because you need sugar. It's because you, you've been overdosing on sugar for so long. When a, a crackhead keeps smoking crack because his body keeps telling him to smoke crack, is it a good idea to keep smoking crack? Is it a, is it a good idea to keep doing meth? But the body's telling you, you need more meth. <laughs> Same type of addiction. And that's that's exactly how I've always thought of weight loss is being able to reprogram your body to be okay with what nutrition you decide to give it. And so that's literally in the way that you're talking re- about. It's actually reprogramming your brain because your brain is the one telling you. Your body's that's telling true. your brain something. And your brain, Mark, just the other day, and this is and this is what the body will tell you when you deplete it of a certain thing that it's used to getting, okay? He goes, he goes, Dries, the other day, he goes, I was starving. He goes, and I'm, he goes, and I can like, I can go get my chicken and my veggies or I can go to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) And me and him have have a lot of fun with it. Like when I'm training, he's in his gym at Thousand Oaks and he's like, he'll go, he'll like leave the screen and he'll come back with like Fruit Loops or something or his kid's cereals. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna start these in the morning. Oh my gosh. I actually saw this TikTok video that was pretty cool. It was of this mom that was eating, I think, broccoli and she had an Oreo stuck up in her nostrils so that she could get her fix in while she was eating her healthy food. And I thought, huh, maybe let me inhale, let me inhale this Oreo. I'll leave this <laughs> so it's so and, and that's the experience that I mean. Like you you build a mental toughness when you train and you diet. You don't build a mental toughness when you just diet alone and you lose all your muscle and you get, there's a whole list of bad reasons to just lose weight without working out. Long, long laundry list. Um, But so he said that to me, he goes, you know, he goes, I was looking at McDonald's. He goes, and what's crazy is, is I parked closer to McDonald's than I did to Ralph's. (laughs) (laughs) He said, but I went to Ralph's instead. And I was like, good for you. I go, now I said, now I'm going to ask you a question. Weren't you proud of yourself for making the right choice? He was like, yeah. I said, because trust me, if you ate McDonald's, that would have bothered you all day, all mm-hmm. night, next day, next day. Look, why did I do that? Why did I do that? And and that's the part, the psychological part that I that people yeah. do not take it to, to do not give enough respect to. When you <laughs> cheat on your diet, it puts you into a depression. And that depression makes you what? Eat. <laughs> Right, I eat because I'm depressed. I'm depressed, so I eat. It's that it's that cycle. Yeah. And so when you lift weights and you overcome things in the gym and you push up things you didn't think you could do and you do more push-ups than you, you start to build a little little. Hey, I'm I'm pretty tough. I can. And then it transfers to your diet. It doesn't transfer to your diet if you're not doing something else to build your mental toughness, your emotional strength, and your mental toughness is pivotal for dieting. It's and when I say dieting, everybody thinks of diet. We're not talking about waffle diets. And we're not, we're not talking about that. 
diet before the new world came about, the world of obesity came about and shame and everything else right now, diet is whatever you put in your mouth. Okay. That's your diet. Okay? Yeah. Let's just call diet what it's supposed to be called. Yeah, I think there's such a negative way of thinking about the word diet. And it's because most people think, oh, I try this diet and then it never works for me. I've tried five different diets and it just never is something that reacts good with my body. And I think that that's something that I would love to change for people. And that's why I use the word nutrition instead of diet, because I think people take that a little Maybe bit better. It's a, it, what they are using diet instead of using the correct word, which is fad. They're doing a fad. They're not doing a diet. They're doing oh, a fad. This is a fad eating program that's not meant to be long-term. It's only going to be temporary. And once they're done with that fad program, they don't know, what am I going to do? Here's the problem with not having goals, doing fad diets. Once the weight is off, now what do I do? I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay, now what? And most people tell themselves great stories. Oh, well, once I lose the weight, then I'm going to start. I'm like, no, you're not. You're, you, very few people pull that off. I'm not saying no one does, because there might be some out there that goes, I did that. Yeah, you and you and eight other people. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but nine other people. I'm talking about the masses doesn't do that. Yeah. The masses lose 20 pounds. And then this is the this is the part about I'm going to, I'm listening to my body. They'll lose 20 pounds doing some Mickey Mouse thing that they read on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. They lose the weight. Then they go, okay, I can't keep eating this way. I can't keep eating, you know, tea for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? I can't it's keep doing hard. that. Yeah. I can't keep doing this cookie diet or this other whatever. I can't keep doing it. I'm going to slowly implement my eating better and get off this diet. And then they start putting weight back on. And now they're freaking out because they don't know. I'm like, because you never, the only reason you lost the weight is because you did something stupid. You didn't do, you didn't lose the weight by eating normal. You lost the weight by doing something that you can't keep doing. My, my thing to that is, is why are you using a temporary salute, a temporary, um, a temporary uh, act for a permanent solution? You want something permanent, but you're doing something temporary to get it. Yeah. And that's why I knew that I had to change my whole mindset and the way that I thought about it, because I had tried to get to this level that I want to get to for many years, but I just knew that I had to actually learn it and I had to understand it for me to be able to keep going with it. And that's what I want. I want to have that change to where I understand it completely to where I can make it work for the rest of my life. And it's not just something that I want for now, just for a couple of days, just for a week, you know? And that's kind of why when, uh, when, when Edie told me about you and then we talked and I was listening, I said, you know, she goes, I want to show people. And I'm like, she does not know how to get where she's asking to go. <laughs> she doesn't know how to get there. Like it's so, it's so you, you, and as we go along, you're going to be like, Dad. well, you probably already know now <laughs> <laughs> yep. after our conversations, because you're not going to, because you don't read this stuff. Yeah. Nothing I'm going to teach you for the most part you're going to read anywhere because it's because it's going to be specific to you. Yeah. Like a lot of your a lot of your listeners are going to try to do what you're doing and it ain't going to work because they're not you. They yeah. don't have your genetics. They don't have your body type. They don't work. They don't know the workload you're putting in your, your muscular. None, they have their everybody's an individual. 
And, you know, I use the same premise with everybody. And then as I see changes, I start making changes specific to you. But I kind of start people out like, okay, what? Like, actually, my ex-girlfriend, she called she te- called me the other day, texted me, nothing I'm doing is working anymore, you know? <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm almost 50. And I'm like, I said, well, this, I said, it's not that you're doing anything different. Your body's changing. Yeah. I said, you're probably in perimenopause. She goes, yeah, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to miss periods. I go, you're changing. So what you used to do ain't going to work no more. Wow, okay. And huh. she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah. People forget. Like, I've had a lot of people over the years. Dries, I'm doing the same thing, but every year a pound or two pound this year. Next, you know, they're 10 pounds overweight, living the same lifestyle. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, no, no, no. You're changing. <laughs> you are. But you don't realize that you're changing. So you just keep doing more of what you've been doing. And yeah. then what she did was she went, I don't know what she was thinking, but she went to something online and pulled this diet off and went on it. After about five days, she was about ready to jump off a building. She was starving. <laughs> She was angry, getting a headache. She was miserable, tired. So I said, send me that diet. And I looked, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, you must have been starving. <laughs> and all they did was starve her. Wow. She was like, well, I lost three pounds. And then I started putting weight back on. I'm like, that was never going to, you were going to have to stop doing that at some point. She goes, actually, six days into it, I had to start doing oatmeal in the morning. Because I couldn't, t- I couldn't do it anymore. Hmm. See, so that's what I mean. Like, people do these diets. And then when they stop working, they don't know what to do from there because mm-hmm. you're not learning and educating yourself on food yeah, and how food affects you and what your body does with these foods and how insulin is secreted. They don't pay attention to hormones. They don't pay attention to cortisol, which is stress levels. Everybody's under stress. So there's, there's about what, 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 what I do with you when I do everybody is I cover all the things that make us hold water because weight, weight gain is water weight inside, inside the fat cells. So this is, this is what fat cells, this is what body fat means, okay? Body fat means our fat cells shrink and expand, all, depend, all depending on how much water is in it from, from foods that we eat, okay? So when you, when you shrink the fat cells and pull water out, your body fat percentage goes down. Your body fat doesn't go down. Your percentage goes down. Okay. So if you're 200 pounds and you're 10% body fat, that means 190 pounds is everything else. 10, 10 per cent is body fat. 190 mm-hmm. pounds is everything else. When it goes down, that means now you're 8% and, and 192 is everything else. So that's what lean is. Lean is the fat cells go down and now we can see the muscle. We can see the cuts. We can see the separation. We can see the abs. Because you everybody has abs. You just can't see them. <laughs> I've been trying to find them. I didn't know that I might have them yeah. somewhere in there. <laughs> you, know, like, you, know, you know how you know those when people go into the chest and they're looking for something and they just throwing everything out the chest. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. Like throw the fat out. Where's this? I know some stomach down there somewhere. Yep. Still you know? haven't found them yet. So give it to me straight, Andreas. Can I accomplish what? <laughs> yes, you can. You pick the right body type, first of all. Okay. Uh, she she is very similar to your shape. Um, what you, what we're going to have to do with you is actually put on muscle because when you don't put on muscle and you just take your case is different than most women. Most women have to come or people actually have to come down in body fat a lot to get to the good stuff, to see what you, what you're made of. Okay. Mm -hmm. I call that to see what you're made of. Mm -hmm. Like with Bailey, she was 153 and she was like, well, what do I need to do? And I'm like, well, I can't really see you. 
I see the body fat on top of you, but I don't see you. Mm -hmm. I said, so what we're going to do is we're going to train to build muscle, but we're going to diet to lose fat till we can see some muscle. Okay. So I'm bringing up the muscle while we come down. You're a different case. You're like this girl, Kelly, that I was training. Kelly didn't, we, I said, we can't lose any more weight because you'll just get skinny. And then you'll be looking at me like, I look anorexic now. I didn't want to, <laughs> I want to look fit, not anorexic. So with people like you, I need your weight to stay this. This is actually harder. I need your weight to almost stay the same, okay. but build muscle and let the muscle that we build chip away at the body fat. Okay. Because muscle burns calories all day long. Mm -hmm. That's why cardio, when women, I call them cardio queens. I did a video on cardio queens. Women love cardio, but cardio eats up muscle. <laughs> so if you're dieting and doing cardio at the same time and not lifting weights, yeah, you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose muscular weight. And, and, and you might not lose any fat if you don't eat right. So you can actually lose weight and increase your body fat. And you're just taking that away from your muscle, right? You just, yeah, you're taking your muscle away, which is increasing your body fat. Think about this. If your weight is 150 and your body fat is 20% and you lose muscle, but you don't lose any body, but you don't lose any weight, your body fat went up. <laughs> your body fat percentage went up. Happens all the time. It was happening to Kelly. She was, and she was furious. So I said, look, so I put her on a diet. And she, she looked at it and she was like, I can't eat all this food. I was like, well, you won't be able to eat it right now, but we'll build a metabolism where you can. So only eat when you're hungry. And as you eat, eventually you'll get up to these. I had it doing five meals. The first, I don't know, few days, she could only do three. Is that a normal thing that you usually tell people to do is to try to do the smaller, more meals during the day? Or is it's it not even about Here's the truth. Here's, here's the, and I'm glad you said that. Here's the problem with that. Think of how just how benign that is. Just do five small meals a day. Five small meals of what? <laughs> yeah, I've heard all these people that swear to all these things. But then all the things that I've been reading, I'm like, okay, that might not work. Hold on a second. I got to throw my, my ceiling fan on. I'm a little hot. <laughs> I'm a little hot. Um, so... My thing is, okay, five meals of what? How much protein? How many fats? How many? Where? Where from? Where are you getting your protein from? Where are you getting your carb source from? Where are you getting your... Right? Mm -hmm. Like I had somebody say, well, is it true? And they, you hear it. Is it true when you eat multiple meals, you lose weight? I'm like, if you're not burning any of those calories, you're going to gain weight. <laughs> I mean, I can't eat four donuts and then have a healthy meal. At the <laughs> well, not even that. You can't eat... <laughs> No, you can eat six clean meals and gain weight if yeah. you ain't burning any of it. True. Think about it. If you're not using the calories you're eating, you're going to gain weight. <laughs> so it's not about how many meals you eat. It's how many meals your body asks for. And that's what I told Kelly. I said, your body will ask for more food. When it asks for more food, then you eat meal four. When it's asking for meal five, then you eat meal five. Don't just eat meal five. Eat meal five because your body's like, uh, I need another meal. Okay, and it's not so that's actually a question that I have because normally I think the problem that I have a lot of times is I get busy doing a lot of stuff. I, I always tell people I 
really love organized chaos and I thrive in chaos for some reason. So I'm constantly going and going and going. So I'll go throughout my whole day and my body won't ever, I won't ever feel like I'm hungry. And so I think that's part of what I've had to realize with doing this is that by eating a little bit more clean, I have to actually kind of force myself to eat or else I just forget. So what do you yeah, say? To people, I've, I've trained, you know, pretty busy people, you know, CEOs of, you know, I, I trained the, the, the president of ABC before mm-hmm. um, attorney. They will everybody's busy. I always tell people everyone is busy. Like when people say, I'm just too busy. I'm like, oh, because everybody else working out of self-made millionaires with all the time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have this woman. I know she has four kids, but she has a nanny. No, she everyone <laughs> is busy. <laughs> yeah. And I think my thing is, is I I am really 100 percent into my program and what I'm doing. I just have felt like I have to make sure I make time for my meals because I do forget them. And so just going along with what you were saying with how you're saying to eat when you're hungry, if I'm not, do you, for people like me who have to just remember to have those meals, is that something that I should schedule it's, out? It's a little different because, and, and that's a real great question. That's an awesome question because you're not the only person that that's that has to do that. This is how it works. Okay. When I was competing, I had two kids at the house and a nine to five. And I still ate my five meals because I was, when you eat clean, your blood sugar is too low to not eat. You can't, you can't even think like whatever it is you're doing, you can't do it. Like you'll be sitting there going, what did I, what was I doing? You will forget. I told Mark, I said, now Mark, we're getting ready to start this because I've had his carbs kind of low. And I said, we're going to go zero carbs this week. I go, dude, you're, 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 he's an attorney. I go, your paralegal, your assistant's going to be busy this week because you need to tell her, look. I might forget names. I might forget appointments. I might forget. You can't not eat when you're doing it right. Okay. You're miserable. Your stomach is growling. You're like bent over. You're like, you got, you can't, you can't even work when you're doing it right. Okay. Okay. So you, you won't have to set an alarm. Your body's going to tell you, you need to eat or you're going to pass out sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I noticed that before I, or when I'm at the gym, right? Like I've had to up my meal and how I've been doing it is I've been doing it about two to three hours before I go to the gym from just information that I've been learning. And I have noticed that I do have to up my intake at that time. And that's kind of what I've been scheduling to make sure I have my meal a certain amount of time before I go to the gym. So I have the energy while I'm there. When you when you're talking about going to the gym, yeah, if you're going to the gym at a certain time, and actually at two and a half hours is way too long. Two okay. Way, it, it, let's put it this way: if you can eat two and a half hours before your workout, and that meal get you through your workout, that have that meal either had too many carbs in it, okay, or your workout ain't worth much. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, Andres? <laughs> because a real workout and you're eating right. You're hungry before the workout's over. Yeah. You would you would go hypo because there's not enough because you need glycogen in the body to get a pump. Okay. Okay, we'll just go there. Okay. In order to get pump in your muscle, you have to have glycogen. Okay. okay. You can't be depleted. What of is that exactly? I'm not even uh, glucose. Glucose. Okay. The thing that 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 get that when you eat carbs or sugar or soda, whatever, the body takes the body, as soon as sugar comes into the body. As soon as you're, you eat a potato or pasta and it, it breaks down through the digestive system, 
glucose gets sent out to the body. The brain tells, okay, pituitary, make more insulin. Insulin gets secreted, finds those carbs, and transport those carbs into your cells. Okay? Does that with protein, does that with everything. It just transports. It's a transport of nutrients. That's what insulin does. But it also makes you retain water inside the cells when you got carbs going on. So when you go to a gym to work out, if you don't have glycogen, your workouts don't feel the same. They just kind of they just burn, but they don't you don't get that muscle pump because there's no glycogen. So mm-hmm. if you don't, so if you eat too far out and you eat clean, you won't have anything in you at the gym. Me and uh me and Bailey go through this a lot because I'll be here saying I'm not competing anymore, so I'm not as d- diligent as I was when I was competing because I don't really have to be. Mm-hmm. But we'll go sometimes like just yesterday, we both I was like. We were doing legs, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with some in- injuries, so I can't do all the stuff I have her do. But I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna do these, and then you're gonna do these, and you're gonna superset it with this. And she had a protein shake, and I was like, do they have any here at the gym? And she was like, no, nah, they don't have any. She goes, you can share mine. I was like, no, you're gonna need it way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and as we were working out, she was like, no, Adrice, come on, you can have some. When she finished it, she was like, I'm glad you gave me that. <laughs> I go, I told you, you were gonna need it more than me. Because she yeah. would have never made it through the workout if I if I drank some of her protein shake. So, what she, do you recommend for for my routine at the gym? If I oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to all that. We'll get to all okay. that. We'll get to all that. <laughs> we'll get to all that. Um, so, yeah. So, the vision board is great. So we can have a goal, and then mm-hmm. what we do off that main goal is do the short term goals. Okay. So I know I know the main goal now. Okay, and okay. I agree with you. That's something that you can achieve. Now we have to do the short-term goals to get there. We got to start. And I'll right actually throw that picture up for everybody who's listening um, or watching right now on the YouTube. I'll throw it up there so that you guys can see what we're talking about. Yeah, we, you can see. And then she has some befores. So you can put your before up. This is what we're starting with. This is where we're trying to go. And then I'm going to go, okay, first thing I'm going to do is go, okay, so how do I start this process? I need to come up with a diet that allows you to put on muscle without putting on any extra weight. And without losing any weight, because I think right now you're the right, you're almost, you're almost the same size as, as, as that picture, as far as measurements, but you don't have the muscle. You can't see muscle on her, on you, like you see on her, right? Which means she has more lean muscle tissue than you do. Okay. See what I mean? Uh When her body fat is down, her body fat in that picture, she's probably right around 13% maybe 12%, something like that. She's kind of low. She's low. The average woman is 20-something. Um, she's probably around 13, something like that, where she doesn't have separation and detail and, you know, like, like a bodybuilder, really, she ain't there. She ain't at seven and six. She's somewhere around 13, 12, where you see the definition, but the lines aren't really prominent. Yeah. That's, that's another thing. There's conditions, okay? There's conditioning. We In bodybuilding, we call it your conditioning. And there's a book called Sliced, and it kind of goes through them. Full house is basically overweight fat. You don't see anything. Just that's called, They call that full house. Then the next level down is defined. And then the next level down is cut. Then the next level down is ripped. Then the next level down is shredded. And then the leanest is sliced, okay? okay. What we do as bodybuilders, we get to sliced, Ripped, we're ripped like two weeks out from the show. And then we pull more water and then we go from stripped to shredded where you can see our jaw. 
You can see striations in our glutes, in our chest. It looks like our skin is like paper thin. You can see through your skin and see the muscle. Like, can I show you your picture while you talk about this? Huh? Um, can I show you your picture of your body bodybuilding? So people uh, sure, can yeah, if, if you can find it, yeah. So, <laughs> so these are the different conditions that we as bodybuilders are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. So in the off season, we're more cut or, or, or full house. And yeah. then as we go down, we go from that to define where you can see separate, you can see some separation. Then cut, you see more separation. Like Mark right now is at cut, where when he moves, I can see all kind of lines and stuff moving in his forearms. And I and I can see that through the screen. I'm like, Mark, you're getting leaner. I'm seeing more activity. When you work out, I'm seeing more muscles move. Yeah. And now we're pull, I'm pulling water off, sucking his water down while keeping his pro, keeping his muscle on. Because what happens is when you start to go into a caloric deficit to lean out, you'll lose muscle. I have to make sure you don't lose muscle. And the two things that, that, that matter is lifting heavy and eating enough protein. Okay. So I'm constantly like, if you're losing weight too fast, I'm like, let's throw some red meat in. If, you're taking, if your body's really resisting, let's throw some fish in. Like there's certain foods that are, are easier to lose than others. Mm -hmm. Like even though it's a lean red meat, it still has more fat than fish, chicken, and, and turkey. So you're gonna so your calories are higher because fat calories are nine per gram, and carbs and proteins are only four calories per gram. So if you eat 20 grams of protein, you're gonna get 80 calories. Where if you eat 20 grams of red meat, you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a 90, nine, nine times two, 180. <laughs> so more than twice, more than double the amount of calories. Yeah. So even though I don't count calories, I still I'm still aware of them. Yeah. I'm still aware this food has more calories. And and that's how you keep a person's muscle on when they're dieting is not making sure if I change, if I pull some carbs out for you to lean out, I got to come up on some protein over here. Okay. The calories the same. So your so your strength doesn't go down. Make sense? Yeah. So and, and that's why these things that people do on the internet don't work because you, they're not adjusting to any. And as you lean out, your body's changing. You become more efficient at burning calories, which means the diet might need to change. Yeah, and it's just a program that's made for everybody, and it's not dialed into what you need as a person. It's, it's not dialed into your genetics. Okay, you're 39. You know how tall are you? You look pretty tall. I'm five five. You only five five? You look yeah. taller. <laughs> um, so you're 5'5", five, five, 39, athletic, blah, blah, blah. How is that going to work? How is the same thing you're doing going to work for somebody who's 62, never worked out a day in their life, six foot tall? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. She's not burning calories the same way you are. I'm not burning calories the same way you are. And some of us are more, I'm sensitive to carbs. I put on weight like that with carbs, but I also can take them off if I pull my carbs out. So mm -hmm. I'm in the middle. I can put weight on I, and I can take it off. Some people can't take it off. Some people can't put it on. You know, do so, you ever go without any carbs or do you always make sure you have a certain amount of carbs? It depends. Depends on what my body's doing. Yeah. Like with Mark, I, I had his carbs kind of low. And then he all, you know, out of nowhere, he was like, well, we're going to Hawaii. And I'm like, okay, well, let's <laughs> just go ahead. I said, do you want to look good for Hawaii? He goes, yeah. I said, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to look good for Hawaii. Everybody, everybody, everybody. <laughs> so I was like, all right, boom. But normally, like, I want time. I, I, I want to do it the, the healthier way where we take it off slowly. But, you know, it's okay because he's lean, he's lean enough to look better for Hawaii. Okay. It's not our final look, 
but I'm like, we can, but we can definitely make it better because you're already eating the right way now. Mm-hmm. See, most people don't eat consistent. Okay. They'll eat four meals one day, three meals the next day, five meals the next day. They're doing hardly any protein one day, doing too much protein the next, doing, you know, you're mm-hmm. changing your diet every day anyway. I can't change. I can't do nothing with that because you're all over the place. And the body will not change if you're all over the place. If you're not, yeah, and I think too that people don't realize that. And this is one thing that you brought up to me when I first talked to you is keeping that diary so that you can keep something regular and actually see if it works. Because if you do it one day and then change it up and do something different the next day, you might be able to say, see a little bit of a result, but really you'll get to see major results if you keep on it. Right. Or you, what do you, think? you might no, honestly, you might not see any results, not zip because if you're, if you're all over the place, your body goes, you know what? I'm just going to stay right here. Because I don't know if you're in a caloric deficit. I don't know if you're trying to gain weight. Because on Tuesday, you ate like you were trying to gain weight. <laughs> but on Monday, you act like you were trying to lose it. And yeah. like, I'm just going to stay right here. And that's what happens to most people. Mm-hmm. They just stay put. And it's because they're all over the place. But they'll, But when you ask them, they'll swear. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, what did you eat today? And they can't even tell me. I'm like, okay, you can't even tell me what you ate today. <laughs> <laughs> So I know you're all over the place. Oh, yeah. well, I missed dinner last night. I missed breakfast this morning. I missed lunch. That's why when you said, you know, I'm busy, I'm busy, and I miss meals. Everybody that I tell them, I'm like, look, I'm not telling you that you're not busy. But I'm telling you, you're missing meals because it's just not that big of a deal to you. Mm. Because every person that's trying to do this is busy. Yeah. I was busy when I was competing. I had kids at home and a job. I didn't miss my meals. Because it mattered too much. When it really, really mattered. If somebody told you, you got to eat these meals, otherwise your cancer is going to grow, you wouldn't miss a meal. True. You wouldn't miss a meal. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, like I tell people all the time, they'll go, yeah, but Idris, that's cancer. I'm like, yeah, and your depression is cancer for your marriage. Yeah. Your depression is cancer for just personal happiness. That's cancer. You're living with cancer. It's just killing you slowly. Depression kills you slowly. And when men and women, not just women, women express it more. When they're not happy with the way they look and feel, nothing. Mama, if mama's not happy, nobody is happy. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. So it's so more important than people give it credit. It's it's education for your children. Mm-hmm. Like your children are watching you do this. Like every time I see a woman with her kid on these videos, these little TikTok videos working out, doing little push-ups, I love it. I'm like, there you go. You're leading by example. When you lead by example, you don't have to tell your kids to do it. They're just doing it because you're doing it. Oh my gosh. When I was in CrossFit and I would bring my little, my two little girls with me to the gym, they would sit and just color and do little activities while I worked out and they would sit and watch me work out. So one day we went Christmas shopping for each other and we decided to go over to the fitness area and my girls, I was looking at some fitness stuff. And then my husband, he's like, Hey, look at the girls. And I look over there and one of my, my daughter who was one and a half at the time could barely even talk was down on the floor doing push-ups, And my other daughter had a kettlebell and she was swinging it. And I was like, yeah. So if you don't think that your kids watch you and learn from you, they do. And especially if you bring them kind of on your journey 
in the same way. And I, and I grew up in a home where my family was constantly dieting. And so I was aware from a young age that I wanted something different for myself. And I think I always kind of played around or kind of wondered if having that be a part of my life, it would be damaging to my kids or if it would be good for them. Cause I wasn't really sure in my situation, if well, it, you never saw a healthy version of it. Yeah. You never saw a healthy version of it. True. I didn't either. I grew up in a black home, you know, the type of foods that black people eat. And when I left home and I kind of got into this weird, wacky sport thing, I started competing. I just, I changed. And, every, and my mother was like, what are you doing? I, you used to eat this food. I'm like, Ma, I was 12. I had no choice. <laughs> you act like I asked for that. Ma, can I at that time, food? you had to eat everything on your plate. <laughs> you know, they... I get people that say that to me, you know, uh, but Drish, you don't, I love when people tell me you don't understand. I, I, <laughs> just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> I'm a very, I think I'm smart enough to understand what you're talking about. I just disagree with you yeah. uh, because I was, I was there too. The one thing that I think people don't understand about people like me who have done what we've done, they act like we started there. No, we was a regular person. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly why I want to share my journey with everyone, because even though I know that it'll work differently for me than it will for them, at least it gives people the idea and the desire to say, hey, if you want something really badly, all you have to do is have the desire and the mindset and learn and figure it out for yourself and what you need. And I want people to see it from me starting out at where I was at instead of getting there and then saying, hey, guys, guess what I did? Let me, let me tell, tell you this. A lot of people right now are going to look at you and go, I'll take that right now. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take her right now. OK, so it doesn't really matter what what our intentions are. Honestly, it's where people where the person is when they're listening. Yeah. Where are they in their whole world? Where are they when they're listening? Because when I came up, I was again, I wasn't in a I was a baseball player. I was trying to make it in baseball. And I would talk about bodybuilders. Oh, those guys are this, those guys are that. I sound like just a hater. I was a hater. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> drinking haterade, you know. And then one day I was like, what are you doing? Like none of these, you don't even know any of these people. Like, where are you coming up with this? attitude about these people when you don't even know any of them. You're like, you've never even met one. And yeah. I realized, oh, that was just my jealousy. That was my envy yeah. coming out. So a lot of women do that with women who look like you. They'd be like, well, look at her. She looks great already. That's why she can do it. No, that's not why she can do it. She's doing it because she makes she's making a conscious decision to even be better than she is. If you're not in a bad place, like a person who makes half a million dollars a year. They, they were born making that kind of money. After a while, it's not that big a deal to them anymore. That's what they always make. Mm-hmm. If they want to make a million, they got to get up and do something. So most people think just because you look or you look good the way you are to them, that you should be happy. You should be happy with it. Yeah. And that's another bad thing that women do. It's like, well, if I look like that, yeah, no, if you look like that and you want her boat, you be doing, you might be doing what she's doing. You're just not in her boat. So you think yeah. that's where you want to be. So you, so what I did was I looked at all the guys that were in a position that I wasn't in and I wanted to just like you're doing, how did they get there? How did they get there? Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm okay, but I'm not okay with this. I think I could be better. And here's the funny thing about what you're just saying is I'd be in groups 
with women and I've always stayed pretty good. I've always maintained pretty well. And they would all be talking about fitness and health and all the different diets they were doing, but not one of them would ever ask me. And I think it's due to that. They thought, oh, Sheree never had to struggle. She never had to go through what we're going through. But it's like, okay, maybe you're looking at me and thinking, well, you, she seems like she's has a healthy body. I should probably be asking her. People don't realize that the reason why I was even at the level that I have been at is because I have to do things to maintain they the think way you the did, They think that you, it's just you didn't have to do anything to get there. Yeah. And I gained about 65 pounds with each of my kids when I had my kids. All my friends were gaining 20 pounds with their pregnancies and I gained 65 pounds. And that wasn't easy to get it off, but I had the desire and I wanted to maintain that. And my daughter's like that. She had a baby before she got pregnant again. All the weight was off long before. Yeah. Like two, three months after she had her baby, she was back to her before baby weight. And it's work. And if you see somebody that is doing that, they didn't just always get to be at that level. Her and her husband, you'll go to the gym first, have the baby in the childcare. She'll come in, he'll take off, take the baby home. Like they just, I love it too. I mean, they're 25 and she's 25, he's 29, 30. And they just, they already, you know, he played college football. She played college basketball and they still do their program. Like they go in, I love it. I'm like, thank you. And I never talk to my kids about fitness. Both my son and daughter, both are very aware of their health and fitness. So they they have like they, they don't have weight problems or nothing, and I never talked about it. I just took them to the gym with me all the time, like you did. And at a certain age, they started, "Hey, Dad, I want to work out. I want to work out." I was like, "Nope, you're too young. You're too young. You're too young." And I kept denying them. And come on, I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope." And it was like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because you're a child and you play too much." When you show me that you can actually, because that's the problem with kids yeah. is they, they, their focus is bad and they can get hurt. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, when I trust that you can listen to me, then we'll do it. So finally, they got to an age where I can tell that they can control themselves. And we started off with calisthenics, push-ups, and sit-ups. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you know, my daughter's doing 225-pound squats at 15 years old. Beast. She's a beast in the gym. When she was in wow. high school, she was showing up all the boys. Her, her coach called us one day like, she needs to stop doing this. She's going to get hurt. And I'm like, what are you doing? She was like, I love it, Daddy. I love showing up the people. <laughs> And I was like, I like it. I know that feeling. <laughs> I had three older brothers, and that was always my thing, is I just wanted to be better than them. Sheree, <laughs> I was like this. I like that, too. But <laughs> You're like, I got to be the parent, though, too. <laughs> I got to be a parent here. <laughs> not during, Okay, not during basketball season. But in the off season, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, yeah, so, so the body thing is perfect. You have to uh, put muscle on without taking weight off. Okay. So, so your weight stays. What do you weigh right now? I'm at, well, I just weighed myself this morning at 134. So I'm actually down 14 pounds. So. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. How's your strength? Um, I think it's good. <laughs> let me let me let me re, let me re, rephrase that. How was your strength compared to when you started losing weight? Um, I would probably. I mean, I definitely have upped my weight game, and so I do feel stronger. Um, I can definitely see the difference. I was telling my husband the other day. I was like, I was 
Hey, it's me, and I was like, do you see this go. muscle? Do you see that? And I don't have the, the extra weight there. Yeah, the bye-bye the the arm, the bat wings. Yep, yep the none of wings. that. <laughs> I told the client that once. I was like, oh, we got rid of the bat wings. Now you won't float away on windy days. <laughs> She's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. It doesn't, I mean, it. even though I was at a good weight for myself, a healthy weight, I still was seeing that. So... It, I knew it was something that I, I knew that it was something that was going to go away once I started building my muscle there. And also there's a, you know, there's a weird understanding or misunderstanding or whatever about a healthy weight. There is no, there's no such thing as a healthy weight. It's, it's when people say that, like, especially if you go by the recommended, you know, I, my, my, my weight, they want me to be is 175 pounds at my height and age. If I, I weigh 270 pounds. And my body fat's like 13. You know what I'd look like if I was 175 pounds? <laughs> I would y'all be like this, oh, poor Idris. He got caught up in crack and heroin. He looks so, I feel so sorry for him. Like, y'all would feel sorry for me if I weighed that much. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't account for lean muscle tissue, athleticism. They don't account for any of that stuff. So to me, I don't care what you weigh. I really don't. I care what you look like and how you feel. And that's actually how I've always based my health on on every level. Honestly, how you look, how you feel, how your clothes fit, energy level. I, like my thing is this, and I'll tell you that I care about the weight for one reason only: how I'm gonna diet you, how I'm gonna feed you. If I see the scale dropping rapidly, and so is your strength, you're you're not eating enough protein. So we got to fix that. That's why I asked you, how's your strength? If you said, well, I feel like I'm a little weaker, then you're not eating enough protein. Because just because you're losing weight doesn't mean you have to get weaker. Like yeah. Bailey, Bailey's lost 20 pounds, and she's at least three, four times stronger than she ever has been. She, she's doing things now she's never done before. She's doing bench presses. She's climbing ropes. She's doing all that CrossFit stuff better than she – she likes going back just to, just to show off to everybody. <laughs> She's like, I'm going this weekend. Why? She goes, because I'm going to do this, this, that, that. I'm like, you're so funny. She's like, I love it. <laughs> so so losing weight doesn't mean you have to lose strength. The only time you start losing strength and weight loss is when you get down to where bodybuilders get down to like 4%. Now there's not a whole lot of body fat to help. And you're going to yeah. notice, notice the, the weights go down. But that's only when you're that low. You ain't never going to be that low because that's not what your goals are. So. Yeah. It's all depending on your goal. But the typical person that I work with, they're not going to get that low. They just want to get to where they can see the muscle. They can see their abs. They have a nice outline of their abs. They have tight shoulders. We call it, in the conditioning world, we call it tight. That means that when you pinch your, when you pull your skin, there's not a lot of thickness between your fingers. Like if you pinch your skin, if there's a lot of thickness in it, that's body fat. That's subcutaneous body fat. When you when your body fat goes low, that gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. That's why you can see through it. Like the other day, she was like, "Look, showing me your arm." She's like, "See, you can see more veins in my arms, and it's coming up her arm." Where before you couldn't even see it in her hand. I always tell people if you can't see veins in your hands, your body fat's high because your hands and your feet are the leanest part of your body. Yeah. So if you look at your hand and there's no veins, that's that's how much body fat. See, let's just open them up natural. Just open them up. Okay, so you don't have a ton there. <laughs> okay. 
You don't have to turn it. You can see you can see the bones from your hands, but if you can see mine, you see the veins coming out of mine. Uh huh. Yeah. See, that's because there's no body fat there, and as I come up, it gets less and less and less and less. So when I'm really lean, it's everywhere. In the midsection, on most people, most men, the midsection is the problem area. Most women, it's, it's the hips and, and the buttock. So that's how body fat, because remember, when you lose body fat, you don't lose it in certain areas. It goes from the entire body at the same time. But the leaner areas show improvement faster because they're leaner to begin with. The problem areas are the last ones to go. So like when I competed, I knew my love handles were the last thing to go. So I couldn't stop dieting till that was gone. Mm-hmm. The rest of the body looked amazing. I mean, I ripped up stomach, quads, everything was great. But here, so I kept looking at that. I didn't care about nothing else. It was all back here. So I stayed on that treadmill and dieted until that was gone. Yeah. So so these are the little things that I, I can consider when I'm helping somebody. Okay. Like when I'm helping you. I'm like, okay, how is she losing? Is her weight staying up? Is she, does she have energy? If she doesn't, I got to fix that. Um, I got to change, I got to change your training. Most people think they're training hard and they're, they're not, they just think they are because there's no one to push them. There's no one to go. And I was the same way. I was pretty bad dude. Everywhere I trained, I was always, you know, one of the strongest guys in the gym and I pushed hard. And then I met somebody that took me a place I had never been. And he pushed me and I was like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. Yeah, and I think that you just don't know the things that you don't know, right? You just you don't know to learn that information. Yeah, and that was the one thing that I didn't realize in this whole journey so far is there were things that I didn't know that I didn't know. Yeah, you just don't know until somebody tells you. Yeah. You know, I I guarantee you, you don't you don't train heavy enough. I guarantee you, you don't push hard enough. I guarantee you, you don't. I guarantee you, you don't use your muscles the right way when you lift. You don't squeeze isometrically. Um, posture, positioning where your elbows are. Like the girl Kelly, she had been training for years. And we did like a week, I did a week uh, free class for her. And we talked after that week. And she goes to Trees, I've been training for 20 years. You taught me more in a week than I've learned in 20 years. <laughs> because I am so pissed off right now that I've been wasting all of those years. And I go, no, you didn't waste because you did learn something. You learn that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, it's better when someone has done it wrong and then I show them the right way because they they see it right away. Yeah. Somebody that's never worked out isn't going to see a difference. It's just that's just how they're learning. But somebody who's done it before can, will go, oh my god, like this is so much different. You feel different when you squeeze isometrically. It doesn't hurt. The bones don't hurt. Just the muscles do. You have to train heavy. I mean, you have to lift weight. You have to lift as much weight as you can possibly lift for your muscles to change. But you have to do it intelligently. And you have to do it responsibly. You have to do it with good posture. Because when you do things the right way, you can only lift but so much. Like a lot of people say, well, I don't want to lift too much and get hurt. If you're doing it properly, you can't lift too much because it won't go up. Yeah. Like this, everybody has a limit on how much they can lift, right? There's just no person out there that can just lift <laughs> infinitely. Like, I just keep going up. Just keep adding weight. No, that's a, everybody has a limit. Are you pushing yourself to that limit? Are you taking yourself to that edge when you work out? That's the main thing that I started focusing on because just from things that you've said to me and things that I've been reading and being able to up my weight gain, 
um, my weight game on that because I was doing about half cardio and then half weights. And so I kind of started changing my workout to be a little bit more cardio from my weight training that I'm doing. Yes. And yes. so as, I guess that's we haven't have talked about that, but yes, you want to train, train. Like I get, I get clients' heart rates up to 180 lifting weights. They don't even go that high when they do cardio. Yeah. But it's a way to do it. There's a way to do that. And, you know, there's a huge difference between aerobic and anaerobic exercise. Lifting weights is anaerobic, but it can be partially aerobic or depending on your tempo and your movement. If you lift very rigid and stiff or if you move with some activity where the whole body is part of the movement or are you just being isolating on one? Even in bodybuilding, you don't want to isolate. You want to feel isolation with the weight, with the exercise, but you want the whole body to get involved because you burn more calories. If your whole body's involved, you're burning more calories, right? If it's only like if you work on shoulders and nothing else is involved, shoulders are some of the smallest muscles on the body. How many calories are you going to burn work doing a shoulder workout? But if you're using your legs and you're using your torso and you now everything is helping. If your entire workout is that way, it's a pretty exhausting workout. Yeah. You see? And that, training that way, makes you eat more. So what I would do with people that would come to me, I've had women come to me where they're, you know, 30 pounds overweight, 40 pounds overweight. And they, you know, they, what people do is when they try to lose weight, they just eat less and less and less to the point where they're barely eating at all. So she was like, you know, I can only, she goes, I can't eat. I only eat oatmeal for, for lunch every day. And I'm like, really? I'm like, so I guess you're not losing any weight. She was like, no. I go, yeah, how can you lose weight? The body knows you're not going to eat. <laughs> They're like, this girl doesn't eat. So when she does eat, we're going to hold on to it for 24 hours because she's only going to eat every 24 hours. Yeah. You can't outsmart the body. The body's always going to make adjustments to whatever crazy, stupid thing we do to it. It's yeah. going to make adjustments, okay? So with her, I said, look, I can't give you more meals because you ain't losing weight and you're only eating once a day and you can't lose weight. So if I add meals, you're just going to gain weight. You're going to get heavier. So mm, I, need to, I said, I need to create a hunger. I said, so let's just start training. And once you start training and your body, the, the day you wake up hungry, take that oatmeal and eat that in the morning. When you're hungry again, you're going to eat this. And then when you need a third meal, you're going to eat this. It took about 10 days. After about, no, look less than that. After about a week, she's eating three meals a day and needed them. She went from one meal to three and she lost weight. So crazy. <laughs> That's where I had to change my whole way of thinking because I used to just kind of eat smaller meals. And I realized that that was one of my main issues is that I wasn't eating enough and eating the right foods. Yeah, that's so that's what we're going to do with you. I'm just going to, um, I'm going to set you up where, because I don't know your body yet. I don't know mm -hmm. how your body burns calories. I don't know your workouts yet. I'm going to have to watch you. We're going to have to do a video where you put your headphones on, you set your camera up so I can see you. Because okay. as long as I can see you, it's like I'm I always tell people, they go, well, how's that work on video? And I'm like, how's it work when I'm sitting next to you? I just watch <laughs> you. Correct. It's no different than me sitting there watching you or me standing next to you watching you. I'm still just watching you, instructing you. Yeah. So, so when I train, when we do that, I'm going to set a phone up so I can see you and I can correct your form, push you. Come on. Give me two more reps. Give me one more rep. Give me a partial rep. Give me this okay. rep. Give me that. Okay. I see you do something. Okay. You're not strong enough to do that. So let's start here. 
and build your strength here. So like lunges, I had a woman that she would see all these women doing lunges and she wanted to do them so bad, so <laughs> bad. Because women, y'all are the most, y'all try to act like you're not, but you're way more competitive than y'all get, than y'all, than y'all talk about. Y'all oh, yeah. cannot stand watching another woman outdo you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that way with both. I'm like, I go to the gym and I'm like, I'm in my own zone. Unless I see somebody that looks good, I'm like, I should show that. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. So, so she was like, I want to do that. And I was like, you're not ready. You're not ready. She kept pushing it. Every time I was like, okay, you want to do that? She goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I had to do a set. She looked at me like, what in the hell? And I, she was like, okay, okay. I can't do that. I go, uh-uh, we're going to finish this. You want to do this? You're going to finish it. I made her do the full full thing. Awesome. She was sore for nine days. <laughs> <laughs> I said to her, you going to listen to me now? Yes, I'll listen to you now. I'll listen to you now. <laughs> I said, if I tell you you're not ready for something, I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah. <laughs> Because she took it as I was saying she couldn't. Like I'm, I'm tough enough. I, I'm, I'm not questioning your toughness. <laughs> I know, I know what has to be strong for you to pull that off, and you're not strong there. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that because I'm training you. I see where you're weak at. Yeah, you're just strengthening these things, these other ancillary muscles. Like everybody thinks about the prime mover, the chest. No, but there's other muscles that help with them. Like a push-up is not just your chest. It's your triceps and your shoulders. Yeah. So if you got weak triceps and weak shoulders, they can't do their job in a push-up. Mm -hmm. so I got to strengthen those areas too. So now you can do push-ups, pull-ups, same thing. Most women mm -hmm. don't have strong back muscles. Their lats aren't strong. Their rhomboid, they don't have the muscles that make you do a pull-up. Biceps, lats, rhomboids, all of that contributes to a pull-up. That's one thing that I would love to be better at. That's something that I've never, I've been able to do like maybe three consecutively, but I would love to be able to do like 10. Right. Maybe so, even so, more. so we got to work, so we got to strengthen all the muscles that, that you need strong to do 10. Okay. See what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the part about working out that most people, when I'm training people, like with you, these guys, everybody watching this and you, they're going to get a different view of this because I'm going to be explaining what's going on inside this big old head of mine <laughs> and it's a pretty big head um y'all are gonna hear my thoughts like this is why i'm doing this yeah this is why i'm doing that most people i'm just like give me this give me that give me that you know i kind of give them what they need to do and i tell them a little bit i go we have to strengthen this for you to be better at that we have to strengthen this be yeah. better at that i need to take the carbs down here but i want i still need you to eat carbs so we're going to change the carb because some carbs press all carbs are not created equal yeah rice pasta Yam, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, they don't all process the same way. That's the they thing all, that I'm learning with like changing up my nutrition right now and how it's affecting my body. That glycemic index is huge. Mm -hmm. How much insulin is secreted to break down this particular carb? Some carbs require a lot of insulin, which means weight gain, which means more water retention. Some carbs require less insulin. I'm carb sensitive. So even with the carbs like yams who are low on the glycemic index, I can gain weight off of eating yams. Mm -hmm. So I still do yams, but I can only do a certain amount. Yeah. And then when you first drop those carbs, your body, it's like getting on, it's like getting off of drugs. It's like a, it's a serious detox period. It takes about two weeks to get your body to regulate to lower sugars. Mm -hmm. So most people get really tired. They're like Mark the other day, I'm tired. Eventually your body will level out because you're used to this. People are used to this. High mm -hmm. sugar, bottom out. High sugar. Bo That's why people... 
They eat around noon and they're tired around two. <laughs> right? Two, three o'clock. Mm-hmm. But if your carbs are low, you don't you don't change very much. They're very yeah. subtle. They're very subtle. So those are some of the things that I have to consider when someone has a like he's an attorney. I'm like, dude, I gotta consider that. So I need to, I gotta feed you based off of your workload and your work day. Yeah. So that when you eat, you can like if you go into court that day, you can't go there on low carbs. You won't be able yeah. to focus. <laughs> For sure. So I'm like, so if you go to court, let me know and I'll and we can talk about what to eat that day so you can have your brain power. Yeah. You know? But the, that's why weekends are a great time because you ain't, you know, you're usually not doing as much that you have to really use your brain so that you can be a little, you know, diet dumb, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the weekend. Where during that's the week, way to do it. yeah, yeah. So, 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 might, everybody, so everybody's different, and I have to go off based off of your lifestyle. Yeah. So we might have to do a part two of this. Um, well, I need to, but that kind of stuff. That's why yeah. I said I wanted to really let people know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I could just, I could just train you, and they'll be like just as lost as they were when we started. I so love that you explain it because I am one that I love to take in all that information. I am such a nerd when it comes to getting better at anything in my life. And I want to learn the process. I'm not just about, okay, show me how to get there. And I don't care how I got there. I want to know it because I want to be able to do it for the rest of my life. So I love that you go through and explain each and every part of it. So that's what we, so you and I are going to do that this week. And then next Friday, we'll talk about the next step. Okay. Awesome. So we'll just, I think that's the best way to talk about your program. And then we also will just get into certain you know, once we change your carbs and as you go forward, you know, you can say, okay, I tell, how's it, how did it go last week? And then we can talk about how it went. You're going to have questions. But when I did this exercise, I didn't feel this. I didn't, okay, well maybe blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can review what that. you've done and then advance you to the next step or improve your step. So then next week, oh, wow, I noticed a big difference. Yeah. So I think that's a good way to, to, to kind of do this. And that's what I do anyway. Yeah. So why don't you tell everybody how to find you and what you do exactly? And we'll kind of end there today. And then we'll, I just want them to know how to connect with you. I'll also put it up on my video for YouTube so that they end in links so that you guys can connect. And if you guys want personal help, he has been a great asset to me and I love having him going on this journey with me. But why don't you go ahead and just give them your information? Well, I put my name up there just so you can know how to spell it, Idris Wardell. Um, I do most of my work on Facebook uh, because that's my demographic. Facebook is more for adults and Instagram is more for kids. Um, so I deal, you know, I'm, I'm specialized in women's fitness with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Uh, when I was in the Air Force, I was I worked ICU nursing. I was an EMT. Um, I, so a lot of what I do, as you can hear, is medically medically thought of, not just personal trainer, gym thought. I think I combine all my knowledge to help women. Um, women have different issues than men. You have smaller lungs, smaller hearts, smaller VO2. There's a lot of things that you all deal with that, not a lot, but some things that you'll deal with that's harder for you guys to lose weight than men. So those are very important to deal with, with weight loss. Uh, most people just deal with the diet aspect. I deal with the insulin, the sugars, the sodium, the stress, because all of that makes us gain weight. Okay, you can be eating perfect and gain weight. Um, understanding clean as a ver- versus healthy eating. Healthy eating is more disease control. Healthy eating, uh, clean eating is more about weight control. So you can get a hold of me on Facebook. Go to my name. 
Uh, I have a son named Adrice Wardell. He's the same name as mine. So when you see him, he's the singer. He's the handsome singer. So he's like with boys yeah. and all kind of people. So you can hit him up for a date. No, actually, <laughs> let me change it. Here's a beautiful girlfriend named Janet. I scratched that. I love Janet. <laughs> leave him alone. You leave my son alone. He's you doing just out your son on the show. <laughs> don't, go, don't go messing up my son's wonderful life. You, you, leave, you crazy women leave my son alone. <laughs> so hit me up. Um, friend me. I have a, a group called Family Fitness. Uh, family, what's it called? Family, uh, what's it called? <laughs> I can't remember right now. Now you're making me question what I think it's called. <laughs> I know, I can't remember. But there's a link. She has, I think you had a link before. Yep. She can add my link to that for my group. And I do a lot of a lot of my training out of my group. Um, I give information like this, but I also do personal. It doesn't matter where you live. I have clients in California, Hawaii, New York. I have them all over the place. So it doesn't matter. Um, but we can. Uh, I can help you achieve any goal that you want. But my main goal is to help you change your lifestyle so after the weight comes off, it doesn't come back. Because you understand what, yeah, you understand why it's off. You understand what took it off. I love that. And, and you do your journal, and the journal is something you keep forever. So 20 years from now, all you got to do is look back at what you did. Awesome. Well, thank you, Coach Adrice. This was another fun day. I love yes. learning all that knowledge from you. So big thank you. And, and I'll see you, yes, I'll see you next week and we'll have some more fun. Sounds great. Have a good weekend, Adrice. You too. Okay, guys, thanks for joining us again today. That was a lot of fun, a lot of good information in trying to figure out what is the right vision board that you have for yourself. So just making sure that you do have a realistic goal and go ahead and hit Adrice up and ask questions and see if a program that he has fits for you and join his group. It's been a great group that I've been a part of and there's a lot of information out there and I'll share all that information, but you guys have a wonderful weekend and I'll be posting this to my podcast as well. And love you guys. Have an amazing day. Mwah.